What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Forever. Dog. Truly, what is this year in terms of award season? Because there were no movie theaters for 10 months. <laughs> Bruh, not only was there no movie theaters, but I I didn't realize how sad it was going to make me realizing Arclight was closing. Like, the mm. dome. So, like, we don't even have the dome to go watch a really cool movie anymore, man. Why did you have to bring up Arclight? He brought up, he brought up movies... This- episode i'm already gonna for, be what a movie theater. for people you know, who don't know for people who whole... don't live in la that's just a it's a very famous movie theater in la it's the only thing i was looking forward it to when the world, it is sincerely man the I gotta only be... thing that i was yeah, like same. i can't wait same. for this i'm uh i'm such an amc dude i'm like full on board because i got my i didn't reactivate my stubs i almost did I saw See, Kong in, in theaters, but I didn't. I was like, I was, I was on the. I was like, so do I just reactivate it? But I could technically, I because the ticket was cheaper than the reactivation, and it's like twenty dollars mm. a month. And I was like, am I gonna not see another movie for another month? And I think yeah. I'm not. I think yeah, it's gonna be one out. more month. Give me one more month, and I'll and then I'll react. There's some movies. There, no. It's starting to it's starting to trickle out. Yeah. You know. I mean, listen, I I love AMC, but there. But you know what it is? It's like for the but, people who lived in LA who got a chance to go to ArcLight. All the other theaters adapted to what they did. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like I remember, I remember going to ArcLight back in like 2008. Never been in, never, never been to one. Mm-hmm. Like with the restaurant, they had like a bar in the front, so you can like literally. It was mm-hmm. the most LA thing. Like you would go watch the movie, you would go chill at the bar, talk about the movie. You know what I mean? Or you would wait for the listeners that don't know. I drink, I drink stouts. <laughs> they didn't okay? need to know first that. First time I ever had modern times. <laughs> the first time I ever had the modern times <laughs> black coffee stout was at the Arc Light. My boy and I both got one. We sipped it, and at the same time, went, what is this? <laughs> then we went in and saw our movie, feeling loose, and everything was amazing. It was great. It was fantastic. <laughs> no, but also the Arc Light was so cool about it is that it is. I think for movie heads, this is what I gotta explain it. It's like it was such an experience. You would go in, somebody would like there'd be an usher with a microphone who announces the movie, how long it is, who it stars, blah blah blah. And if you were lucky enough to to go in Hollywood and get a theater in the actual dome, it's one of those it's one of those places that like outside of like um, the Man Chinese Theater, they had so many movie premieres in there. And when you go, it is huge. It is beautiful. It feels different. Like the the popcorn concession area is in a different place than the normal one. It just it was a vibe. 
I, I the last movie I saw in there was um, Birds of Prey. So I, I saw Thanks. it right. I know, but the only, but but the thing is, the last three movies that I think played yeah, in some that people dome, like that. I mean, it was fine, but the last three movies I think were Birds of Prey and Sonic. I think that was the last two. I think Sonic the last the movie I, liked, I saw I there it. was uh, was Star Wars. Uh, which which one? The the uh, Revenge of the Wait, no, sorry. What is it called? Return of the <laughs> Skywalker. Bro, Return I don't even know what Skywalker. episode nine Skywalker. is called. Skywalker. What is Return it of the Skywalker. Is it Skywalker's back in this bitch? Skywalker. Return of the Sky. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Skywalker. Wait a minute. I truly. I'm not even kidding. The I can't remember. What is it called? I, I literally the was like Rise Revenge of the of Sith. Skywalker. I was like, Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Oh my. Oh. I thought it wow. Was a t- I've never forgotten a Star Wars title, <laughs> and I truly bla- – I was like, I don't remember. Wow. The last movie I saw in in the Dome was Endgame, and the whole creative team, oh. the oh, whole creative ago, team though. of Marvel walked out at the beginning of the movie. They were like, hey, just so you know, we're here, and we thank you for seeing – it was like Kevin Feige and everybody. What? Man. They just what? didn't – none of us knew. <laughs> we didn't. No, what was about that? It, it, it's so speaking, hard speaking to get a Speaking about a movie that deserves an Academy Award nomination 2021. Is this a transition into that? <laughs> this is an Oscar episode. You don't have to do a transition here. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, Avengers, <laughs> colon, Endgame, talk about a movie that deserves an First Oscar. Off. First off, the beauty, you know. I got to tell everybody at home, we're using a new <laughs> recording system, so now we can see our producer's face when we say certain things. And when John said that corny-ass <laughs> transition, <laughs> Melissa's oh, face what? frowned up so What are you talking bad. about? I'm talking about, we're, I'm talking about a movie that deserves a, a golden <laughs> trophy. 2021! <laughs> Listen, the thing that makes it funny is that it was reactionary. It wasn't, it wasn't, like, it was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Also, Brace been doing Brace been doing transitions for a long time, but is this your first one for a non movie <laughs> episode? Because we've we've done non movie episodes. But no, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Check the tape. All right, but and while you while you check the tape, <laughs> let's start the show. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drum What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City! Am I supposed to make a sound right now? No, I don't. <laughs> I'm so I mean, you could have. I guess I'm going to go with Black Black Or you could be like, these are oh. the Oscars. No, because I was they, like, you know? yeah, you could have done the. Uh, I thought you were going to do the. Um, the strings, the playoff you know, the, music. The, the, yeah, the yeah music, but like, the I can't music, do yeah. the whole thing. Because that's a whole band, you know? Like, I can't do the. <laughs> I can is. do, like, just the trumpets. For a time, you know, the strings are going to sound bad. Just the trumpets. So I'm just gonna Wait, what y'all talking about? What, what song? You know, like what, the playoff what, um... music. Like when it's like when Halle Berry is talking for too long and they play it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. First of all, why you say Halle Berry? Because that's, that's the first time I really remember it. She talked for so long. That was like a 12 minute speech. She was Go she home, was the first Halle Berry. black woman. She's the first black woman to win Best Picture. She should have been up there all night. She was like, I'm mad. All night. I'm still mad that one dude kissed her in the mouth when she gave him a war. She should have smacked that nigga. I'm still mad at that Oscars, though, because that was the one where I first really saw 
how they were just like, yo, three big black actors and Oscar, the major Oscars at the same time. It was just like, you gave Sidney Poitier, Denzel, Holly Berry. I was like, nigga. Mm. Hmm? Mm. Mm. You were mad yeah. when they got the Oscar? I, you know what I mean? And it was like, and it was like, it was like, let's give, let's give Denzel the Oscar for being, uh, for being a bad crooked cop. Let's give Halle Berry the Oscar oh, for man. being naked. I was, let's I was give, a little tight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then they were like, let's just give Sydney an Oscar because have we done it yet? I, I can't. Rem- they're, they're like, we can't remember. So let's Listen, just I'm happy he got one. it when he was alive. Let's I, I was give him one I in case like we have it. Always do that. They always give you like those Oscars once you like are older and it's like, hey, we should have did this when you were you know younger thirty years ago. I am mad, but I was mad when Denzel. I was like, first off, Hurricane X. He's still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, but like sometimes, you know, they'd be like, post, you know, whatever the hell. Damn, this dude is 94 years old. Sydney? Mm-hmm. I would love, and this is this is one tangent. I would love to have a conversation. Only one. With, with Sydney Poitier. Just one, just one, for real. Sydney yeah. Poitier, Harry Belafonte, <laughs> Denzel, Viola Davis, just in one city. Just, just like the two levels. And then. Bro, I, I would try to curate this. I don't think I can make it through. I don't Wait, think I make it you're through. You're saying, Jarrah, like an interview? Excuse do me. it. I would just want to hear, because to me, there's something about like what Sydney and Harry Belafonte went through in their era from two different points. Sydney being like what people That's call true. like that heroic Negro. Um, Harry Belafonte was, was the light skinned dude who was the first black man to kiss a white woman on screen, but also was super militant, quote unquote militant. You know what I'm saying? He was a part of that movement. And then to think about like Denzel Washington. Who was like the black dude of the '90s? Even now, mm. Viola Davis, who was around in, is only getting her roses now. And it's like, what? Like, I, I think about Viola Davis all the time when she talks about her career, and it's like she's been around for so long, but we only heard about her in doubt, and that was for 15 minutes, like less than 20. I mean, like you know, but she was that good. Now she's Viola Davis, and she still had to play a maid. And then she was like, I didn't want to play that maid, but she had to play the maid, and that maid got her her first Oscar nomination. Best actress. Wait. Well, wait. Wasn't Doubt before the hell? I'm, uh, her best best actress. Sorry. Oh, her first her, best her. actress. Right. But anyway. Bussing to Bruh. Juilliard. Bussing to Juilliard. Gerard, can you please spend the next, like, the rest of this year, tr- at least this year, trying to figure out how to make that happen? I just feel like <laughs> that's something that could happen. Listen, I I have been stalking... Right, I have well, been don't stalking. Don't do that. This Harry is what I, like, <laughs> I, I. No, no. I mean it, and like I want to hear him speak to people. You know what I mean? Like I think that's the best part of Black Klansman is just that scene of him talking with the, the. the yeah, I like that scene. Yeah. Um, uh, just so for people who are listening for the first time, maybe um, this comfortably confident, you know, very. Where has this been happening? Wow. Soothing voice that you're listening to right now is Jonathan Braylock. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what's so funny is as you were saying that right under where you are in my screen, right under it, it says hang up. But I realized that doesn't hang you up. <laughs> that doesn't like disconnect you. <laughs> that just disconnects me. Ah, this frustrated voice is that of Gerard Milligan. And this voice is James the Third. Hey, wow, that's that a good the voice, James. Voice. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? It's not... <laughs> I, yeah. Know, trying to make sure everybody right. was understood, you know, it was clear, I love it. straightforward. Well, 
Uh, this is a, a movie review. Po- uh, not sorry to cut you off. Uh, this is a movie review <laughs> podcast, and we uh, we typically review uh, films of uh, leading black actors uh, as well as people of color, uh, and talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. Um, uh, so today we are going to be. Talking about award seasons, Oscars in particular in general, as they're coming up, uh, they are next, well, what's Sunday? What's what's the date? I should have I should have pulled this up before you. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm on the page. Say no, it. I'm on the page right now. Um, <laughs> it is April 25th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on ABC. Uh-huh. Wow, that's early. Is it? Well, yeah, well, I guess, yeah, live. Eastern well, yeah, or PSC? No, it's oh, yeah, early. No, no Eastern. Live, yeah. 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Oh, that, that's probably where they start the red carpet, and they might do a little bit of other stuff before. Um, is there a carpet? Lord, where is it? Um, and this is a very strange year, as we've said, because uh, there were no movie theaters. So they actually extended the deadline for movies. So many of these movies came out on streaming. Um, they're all available. I think they're all available on VOD by uh, now, right? See. Is the father? Yep. yep. Yes, uh, I think the father okay. you have to pay for. Oh no, no, I think I saw. I mean, it on yes, Hulu. yes. It, a few of these you have to pay for, but um, I'm just saying that there's no movie theater still, so people have to see them yeah. on their t- TV screens, which is a different experience, I would say. Um, though, for people in the industry who get screeners all the time, a similar experience, I guess. Uh, but yeah, we're just gonna kind of talk through this award season golden glows already happened sag awards already happened i think the dga dga awards happened already it's, it happened last weekend i think mm-hmm. april 10th uh yeah uh chloe Zhao won for nomadland for a feature film what do we how, how how do we usually do this we we i guess we start with the with the best picture nominees because there are seven of them this year mm-hmm. um and those ones are The Father, which is the one film I think none of us have seen. <laughs> no, because that right? that's the one you got to pay for. That's only that's you got to pay for that one. I ain't paying twenty dollars for that. Well, I mean, we got screeners, but oh, did we get it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, nah, you you definitely got it, Gerard. Did yeah. you get it? You're in three unions. You got I mean, you listen, got probably three DVDs of that movie. <laughs> honestly, can I be honest? Sometimes I look at the screener. I'm like, do I want to watch this? And I put it in recycling. Immediately? Sometimes I just literally go, do I want to watch this? And it goes to recycling. Every now and then, I like... That's so much better than what I do. I store them all in like one thing. And then I'm like, why do I have these? And I don't... <laughs> I keep the script booklets that we get. I keep the script. Like Even that is... That oh, feels okay. Like I mean, always. It's true. So many scripts. But, um, uh, okay. And then there's Judas and the Black Messiah, which we uh, did review on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Mank. Mank, which is a Netflix film. Yep, I watched the Mank. Jirai, you saw that. I watched the Mank. Uh, Minari, which we also we just reviewed on the podcast. Nomadland. Just finished that. it. It's another just finished Netflix it. film. Took me three times. Pro- Promising Young Woman. I think that movie is something at the that. rent. Uh, yeah. I've or by. Uh, Sound of Metal, which is an Amazon film. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. The Trial of Chicago Seven, which is another Netflix film. So Netflix has, what is it? Three? No. Wait, No Man's Land. No Man's Land is Hulu. No Man's Land is Hulu. Oh, No Man's Land is Hulu. My bad. Mm-hmm. My bad. Mm-hmm. So it's wait. So Netflix just has one then. They have no two, yeah. two, two. Trial Mank. of Chicago Seven and Mank. Yeah. Okay, so Hulu has one. 
Amazon has one. HBO Max has one. Yeah. Look at that. It's crazy. What what weird times we're living in. Yep. So best supporting best actor in a supporting role. This one has a little bit of controversy, right? Because we have Daniel Kaluuya, who I think mm-hmm. is the favorite to win this. Which I guess he is a supporting role in this. He um, is. But he is. they also have Lakeith Stanfield. <laughs> so if Daniel is the supporting role, then how is Lakeith also the supporting role? Because that means there's no beef. and ends with Lakeith. He is the first and last shot of the movie. This upset me so and much. And now, what's crazy about this... And I don't know who did it. Well... It's always the studio, mm-hmm. I think. The studio that does yeah. it. The idea is they put you in a in a category that they think you have a chance of winning, and so the idea is, and we'll talk about this a bit in a bit, that Chadwick is going to win Best Actor, so they want to clear out the way, you know, and give Lakeith a chance to win, um, even though they're also pushing Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, and I keep I keep thinking about that, right? Like everyone always says Chadwick whenever we're talking about like, you know, specifically why did they put these two in supporting? But it's like I don't know, like Steve Steve's character in Minari, you know what I mean? Like could be supporting to could be support Yeah, you know. Like, that that's supporting. He is supporting to me. Well, I mean, he's the lead. He's the lead actor, though. If you're, if you, if you break it down by, there is, if you break it down by gender, which they still do, and there's, you know, movements starting to to maybe remove that or or figure another way for non-binary people to be included. But like, right now, it's still broken down by gender. If there are two leads of a movie, even if there's a woman who's a lead, and then there's a man who's kind of a lesser lead, you would still put that person in you know the best actor in a my theory is the little know? boy is the is the is the lead of minari like he's in more scenes but i uh, guess it starts no, as with that i, I think, think he is true. i think he actually is like what is the breakdown i saw i mean i think that there is he, a way that you could call this boy no nah, but it's you, not his... but you could you could. all right all right all right, all right. <laughs> i don't think he's the lead he overcomes everything at the end. Like he can't run, and at the end, I don't know. I think literally the arc we see, and if we're going scene by scene, like the person we spend a lot of time with, if not the most, is this little boy though, because it's because we don't spend a lot of time with Steve. We actually spend more time with the mom than anybody. But the mom, I real, I feel like she was really un- unjustly, whatever. But anyway, yeah, because anyway. they, yeah, because they, there's because well, yeah, we already anyway, talked yeah, about that. But but still, you know, it's just I understand what you're saying, Bray, that like if we're just looking at it in the in the sort of binary men, women in the movie, is there a leading male? Is there a leading female? Oh, there are two leading men and therefore and but we think that the best actor is going to go to this other person, then we might as well put you both up for for supporting. But like, don't you? You know, to put them to bid them both against each other in this same way. Yeah, they're gonna lose. Like, One of them's gonna lose anyway. Yeah, they're gonna. So, yeah. what's the point? Yeah, I don't to get the I nomination because the nomination helps your career more than it. Like, so the idea is that he wouldn't have even gotten a nomination if he wasn't in supporting, which is yeah. strange to me. Though, I guess he wouldn't have. I don't think so. I mean, I I haven't seen. I've seen three of the five Wait, three um, that are here for leading role and I thought like you, 
Oh, oh leading. We're talking about support. Guys, right? we're all – those th- three of the five in leading. Best at- – yeah, I know, and I'm just saying that, like, th- you you were just saying, like, would he have not have gotten one? And I'm like, this seems like, you know, it seems like the people you would <laughs> nominate, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's there's only five options anyway, so I guess I get it. Okay, so in supporting, you have Sasha Baron Cohen for The Trials, Chicago 7, Daniel Kluya, Judas and the Black Messiah, Lakeith Stanfield, Judas and the Black Messiah, Leslie Odom Jr., One Night Miami, and Paul Racey racy for sound of metal i mean right off the bat you know that's three people of color i i, I don't know if it's... Three, three people of color one person who lives with a disability this is hard this is actually hard I, well who's going to win daniel's been winning all of them right like he's been mm-hmm. he's been yeah he the, won the, the sag yeah i think he won the golden globe as well so i think it is a shoe in for for him here too but having seen all of these, this is the probably the only category where I'll be able to say I've seen all of them. Paul was really good in I was, Sound of Metal. I was about to say, <laughs> I was about to say he could sneak in and get it because he, he he has a disability. He's older, and his part is uh, look. All right, whatever. We do this podcast. I like Daniel. I've heard this before. I do not agree with Daniel's portrayal of Fred Hampton. I don't. You think he's too tough, right? It, it's not it's not accurate in any way, shape, or form. Um, yeah. I'm not a fan of it. Uh, I understand they had to hire him to get the movie made, but this is not what this is about. I think Paul, when you watch the movie and everything he did, it like it was challenging. You know what I'm saying? Like like he had a tough role. Like he there was more emotion. I don't know. It, it, he won't win. So I hope he wins, let, but he won't win. Putting putting accuracy aside because that's a that's a debate one whether it you feel like it is or not accurate but also whether or not accuracy even matters in terms of true what makes a good performance yeah right i i of of all five of these guys the ones for me that had memorable moments like real actual memorable moments and to to one of them is because of the accuracy, but but Leslie in One Night in Miami, specifically singing "Change Gonna Come" at the end, really blew my mind, and I think I still think about it. And then and then Paul's last scene in Sound of Metal is like I'm gonna be thinking about that for the rest of this year. Whereas everybody else was, re- I think everybody was really good in their roles, but. I'm not thinking about any one thing that that Daniel did in Judas. I'm not thinking about any one thing that Lakeith did in in Judas. And same with with Sasha. And I love I literally loved all five of these guys in in their roles. But pa- for me, it's like the one that s- stands out. The Paul's most. performance yeah. stuck with you. And and then and then second would be Leslie for me for me. In terms of- I think I agree with you, but I think I'm gonna just say Daniel's gonna get it because. He's black and he's British, so the Academy feels good about that. They give it to a black dude, but they ain't giving it to an American nigga. So, uh, Watch Lakeith win it fully. Go down. I love that you say that like American actors haven't won Academy Awards. But, but what I'm saying is, uh, they, do we, yeah, they, they have. They got choice. They got how choice. How many have they? To. Like, I mean, they have, but like, I have had McDonald's before. Do I do it often? No. Do I do it out of necessity? <laughs> Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, like it happens, <laughs> right? And does it happen um, to the same American black actors mostly? Yeah, 
Anyway, um, but Daniel will win. So that yeah, is that. I mean, it's happens to say British. I, there's, I think there's been more. Have there been more Black American actors who've won it's Academy Awards be. than British? That just Probably. has to be true, right? Yeah, we've got two. It's yeah, we got two. Denzel and Jamie. You mean you mean he, no. oh, you mean you mean black, black men or black or, gen, or everybody? Forrest Forrest Whitaker as well, also. Oh yeah, that's right. And I think I, I don't know if Sydney did. I feel like Sydney actually did win. I'm looking at that. Not. I think he got. I thought they I'm gave him that award. That was his first for, Oscar. Um, and he got that honorary one. Um, yeah, Sydney won for Lilies um, in the Field. He won for Lilies. Oh, in maybe it was. Um, but yeah, there've been there've been more American actors than than British actors. Emma Herschel is a the only, American actor, right? Hold on, the, uh, Isn't actors I know he won. that have actors that have won the Academy Award um, are all they're all American. Um, hold on, and then yeah, Mahershala is yeah, Mahershala is from California, oh. or he's born in California. Where was Lapita born? She Pink, was Pink. born in Mexico, I think. Oh wow! But she grew up. But she, yeah, I think she. So La, well, no, I think she grew up there. Yeah, La she went to, the um, only one. She went actually, to Yale or? of the of she the Yale. of actor supporting and yeah. Unless oh. this list is not right. comprehensive, but it feels like it is. Well, going f- what about Ch- what Ch- Chiwetel? Oh, did he win? He's not on the. He's not on this list. So no, I thought he got nominated. He, did he win? Oh, did he not win? Yeah. So they've all been. Oh, they've all been. Win. They've all been American, and then and then Lapita. Oh, okay. All right, I'll take it back. <laughs> you proved me wrong. You proved me wrong. Like oh, I'll take it back. I still think um, he's gonna win. I still think he's gonna win for those. No, I mean he's but. he's a hundred percent. You're hundred percent right. He, he is going to win. So. <laughs> so got it. So David Yellowo, Chiwetel Ejiofor, they were nominated, didn't win. Cynthia Erivo nominated, right. didn't win. Okay, okay, good to know. I haven't seen Sound of Metal. I I I think you guys are probably right. <laughs> that i've heard i've here's the thing when somebody who isn't famous or whose name you've never heard of until they're nominated for an academy award it's usually because their performance was absolutely incredible like it you know what i mean it's Mm -hmm. it's very rare for just an actor to just Mm -hmm. get nominated for an academy award in a in a movie if like you hadn't kind of heard of their name or if they Mm -hmm. you know like even other people like jenner Jennifer Hudson, it's like, well, she was on American Idol. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, she had some... Uh, but but this dude, it's like, yeah, I'd never heard of him before. He's probably an absolutely incredible actor. So good. So, yeah. And Daniel had, like, he just did the speeches. Like, that That was the most powerful part. Uh, I shouldn't say just did the speeches. But yeah. That, that think, was the, I mean, like, and, oh, and, that was charismatic. Yeah. And, Not to say that the... When I talk about memorable moments, it's like I remember him doing the speeches generally, you know, but I don't think of like, oh, but when he said this, right. I'm thinking about that, you know, it's just for for me. His speech was his speech was great, but that build up was so like his his performance in that scene was great. But I also think about the filmmaking in that spot where like we followed him coming up the steps behind him as he goes through this crowd then we finally see his face and he hits those lines and it punches in real tight and it comes back wide it's like you have now made the audience understand how big of a deal this person's arrival has been whereas like if you watch sound of metal it's like i mean i don't want to spoil because i want brady to watch it but like there are no there are no big set pieces or big moments it's just this guy's 
performance made those moments right. important. You feel like the direction helped Daniel's I do, performance. Because we keep because we keep talking about, you know, yeah. the revolution part, which That's again fair. is dope. It's dope, but in my mind is like we just and they're iconic shots like when they first mm-hmm. open the door and it's like him and he turns around like Fred Hampton, the Black Panther Party, like it looks cool as shit. But when you watch right. Sound of Metal, there are no cool shots. There right. isn't anything flashy happening. It's like these sweaty ass people in the woods that yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not, cool. not cool. It's like they're just good it's as like shit. Not cool and you relate purpose. to it. Right. Now, is there any snubs from this category? Is there, um, for me, I, for me, it's uh, what's it? Mm. It's uh, that dude from who played? Yeah, he was Malcolm great. From, he uh, was great. Actually, didn't like you him. Just at don't all. like British. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked him a lot. Oh no, I did. The thing is, I think the hard part is, I think the hard part is, I thought the kid who played yeah, people like Muhammad him. Ali was fantastic. I really did, but I do have a problem with um, Kingsley Benadire. You know, I gotta take accuracy. I gotta take accuracy out of it. I just, I just didn't. There was, there was only sadness in this, and the, like it wasn't. Yeah, but it's one night in Miami. It's not, it's not indicative of everything that Mal- Malcolm was. It's just a, it's, it's kind of trying to pinpoint a very specific moment in time. But see, I think Leslie. But I think when you see Leslie's rendition, Leslie shows everything cook went through he showed like mm-hmm. like the fight the optimism like when he gets sad when he feels cornered when he like I, I felt like in the performance you saw every point of his life and you saw what he was going through and then what he was about to go through at the end of it and that may be script so you may be right but it also felt like when i saw just malcolm x's interactions he his yeah. face just looked sad at every point and it felt like Mal- malcolm in particular didn't seem like even when he was scared it felt like we didn't see any other type of emotion from him. Well, we saw his the, the passion. I, the reason I liked it is because I feel like I saw the I saw the like. It was this. It's this transition moment. It's this like moment where Malcolm is like, you know, transitioning away, <laughs> kind of being isolated from uh, the nation of Islam. Still on his kind of still has that fire and the militancy of his like earlier years, but is starting to understand that there needs to be uh, a different way or, or he start, he's, he's wanting to incorporate a different way. Um, but, and then also like realizing that there are certain like hypocrisies that are going to, people are going to point out, you know what I mean? With this transition process. So it just felt like he had the weight. Uh, he had like this weight on him, which I think is what you're talking to in terms of like his sadness. But he still had his. He still had the drive, and still was like trying to figure stuff out. I don't know. It was, It felt. It, it felt humanizing in a way, you know. And so, because sometimes we look at these characters and there's uh, the these like historical figures, and they are they're so legendary in their stature, um, and you do kind of forget sometimes that they're just human beings like everybody else, and they're like they're like dealing with so much and like sometimes they're it's just like man i don't know it's tough so it was it was i don't know that movie was i'm okay with it not getting best picture because it was like a it was a play and it's hard uh for those those films but i i did there were certain performances i like the other person i was going to talk about is uh what's his name from um delroy uh Delroy, yeah, that's bloods. what I was gonna say. I um, oh, I feel Delroy, like he was man, great in the Five Bloods. Yeah, Delroy Linda. Um, Del- Delroy got snubbed. You know. Oh, also, I just want to say, um, I definitely agree with you, Bray. But for people at home, I think you should check out Godfather of Harlem. Nigel Thatch 
plays Malcolm X. And I think he has one of the greatest performances of Malcolm X because it has the nuance. To me, it has a combination of what that guy did in One Night in Miami and what Denzel did. So it like, I think I think mm-hmm. Denzel and that guy in One Night in Miami are so extreme. Like Denzel's super tough, whereas the other guy isn't tough at all. And I think the guy, Nigel, plays the middle of like, I can do both when I have to. Um, but yeah, that's if you watch right. Godfather Harlem. It's pretty good. What's up, folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earning. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoying earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earner today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See Earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I- I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless, on the road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. So you open Google Chrome on your phone, you're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with when you're supposed to be working. But this site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. 
It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. All right. Shall we move on to... the Actress. I mean... All right. So, yeah, and this is... This is a toss-up to me, baby. Maria uh, Bakalova for Borat's subsequent movie film. Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy. Uh, I'm, I think nobody's seen that. Uh, Olivia Coleman for The Father. Amanda Seyfried for Mank. And uh, how do you pronounce her um, name? Yeo-jung yeah, Yang I've only seen Minari. one of these. I've only seen um, So I so can't really cool. speak to this. But Homegirl... Homegirl was great. No, I I, I did I hadn't seen Borat yet. You didn't see Borat. Know, Homegirl was great. So I'm glad that she's on here. It's funny because Hillbilly got like ripped apart um, by reviews. I mm-hmm. think I think Glenn Close actually has a Razzie nomination and an Oscar nomination for this same performance. Wow! <laughs> I think, is this the movie? Let me see. Let me let me find out. That's but, crazy. Did you didn't um, see this though? Did you? I tried. It just wasn't for me. Um, Wait, you mean you started it and then you turned it off? Yeah, that 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 happens a lot. A lot of times, what I do is like um, that happened with me for Mank. <laughs> yes, yes. So Glenn Close has uh uh wait, is this it? She gets a Razzie and an Oscar nomination for this same performance. <laughs> That's crazy! Wow. So she could win both. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I do um, this. I yeah. do think Maria has a shot. I, I think. Um, the grandmother from Minari will win, but there's something in me where like the Oscars be doing that weird stuff every now and then. Where like that girl in Borat was really good, like <laughs> she actually was really good. Um, she became a yeah. star out of that. Um, but yeah, she won't win. Never mind. <laughs> they usually don't give it to the comedians; they just nominate them. Like that's an yeah. honor in and of itself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, how was Amanda Seyfried in Mank? Is this her first nomination? I think so. Right. Uh, it, she may this may be her second or maybe no maybe it is her first i liked her but the the thing is i like old hollywood movies so she okay so i mean she she did the part you know (laughs) you know how it is sometimes we always talk about like when black people get parts people assume like oh they're just good at it because they're black um again i think not assuming that she would just be good at it but she was really good she was really like likable bubbly but like grounded um this is her first Oscar nomination. She was in Mean Girl. I mean, I mean, you know, started from Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Then what was that musical? Uh, Mamma Mia. Uh, yeah, that Ted, was the... Ted Two. I think she's mm-hmm. in Ted Two. Yeah, she's in uh, Ted Two. But she was good in it. I mean, the movie looks when you watch it again. That's a movie that's directed so well. It's like so stylized. Like the shot. She felt. She felt perfectly in the 50s you know what i mean mm-hmm. um it's just so funny watching hollywood in the 50s versus what's happening in the rest of the country in the 50s uh oh no it's earlier than the 50s wait it's earlier anyway she was good wow she was in she must have been a kid as the world turns all my children's yeah she was a child actress okay she was in veronica mars too for oh yeah i've seen her episode yo veronica mars had everybody in it uh, how do you say that? Uh, uh, Yo Yo Jung is that how you say it? We huh? don't know. We don't know. <laughs> so, we, so we but but I think she up. will. I think she will win, not just because of the times, but because like I remember watching Minari and wishing she was my grandma. Like I remember, like 
I just want her to be a part of my family. Uh, so I hope she wins. And also, like, every time she accepts an award, she seems so, like, at first she was excited, and now she has that calm of, like, yeah, this is cool, you know? I don't know. I hope she mm-hmm. wins. Best lead actor? Ooh, this is tough. I don't know how to do this one. All right. So, actor. Do, do, do. Oh, wait, real quick. Animated film. Onward, Over the Moon, A Shaun the Sheep movie, Farmageddon. <laughs> Soul and Wolfwalkers. I mean, I've... I'm guessing you guys have seen the same three I have, which is Soul Over the Moon. Yeah, and I haven't seen those other two. No, I never heard. Well, of out of Shaun those of three, which I do think it's between those three to be to be fair. Uh, yeah. Which one? Uh, I mean, you know a soul, baby. Wins? Don't do this. You know a soul. Okay. You know a soul. But which one do you I want think to the win? The best Jura? story, the best story out of those three, and the best storytelling out of those three was Over the Moon, for me. If I'm looking at those th- three movies, and I'm like, like, o- Onward had things about it that mm-hmm. I was like, huh? And so did Soul, obviously, um, which we t- have talked about. Um, you know, I just, you know, Pixar's great. I love them. Give it to somebody else. Give it to. <laughs> give it. To- <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of on the fence. Like, I even though I have my problems with Soul, I do like the overall message of it. But also now that we're talking about Over the Moon, I had a more enjoyable time and also liked the message from Over the Moon. Yeah, Over the Moon is interesting because I, I I thought I liked Over the Moon. I thought it was very funny. Um and it felt like uh it had the it had the feel of a, like a Coco. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It was cool and it was it was intense. I feel like Soul was like super deep. It's like in terms of a kids movie, but that's not what this is. I guess this is just best animated feature. Like I think Over the Moon is better for kids. I think Soul is like a a little way too cerebral for children. Like yeah. it's it's an intense like it's a heavy message for adults. Like I don't I don't I don't I mean maybe that's not fair actually. Sometimes but Over they, the Moon had the message kids. of like moving on and like yeah, and he did it in two different ways with the. What was she? The she wasn't a god. I don't even remember. She wasn't a god, but like the yeah, the woman in the moon had to move on, but mm-hmm. also the little girl did too. But it might, might it uh, might have been presented in a way that was that was a little bit more palatable to kids than soul, maybe. But I don't know. You know, I, no, I, I think so you. because I mean, well, uh, most animated films deal with death. I mean, soul mm-hmm. does too, obviously. So mm-hmm. <laughs> they most all three that we're talking about deal with dying death <laughs> all three of them yeah, yes <laughs> absolutely you're right holy crap they're all yeah. in this they're all actually very similar messages yeah. oh yeah onward is the same thing right it's about it's it's Dang. about moving on from the, the father and um yeah so yeah I, I i wouldn't be mad if either over the moon or soul one on onward was good i liked it i think some people really connect to it some uh people who really connect to that like father uh son story in a, in a specific way but yeah good not not a bad not a bad year for animated yeah. films no you know what i mean no. sometimes no. it's like one film and it's like the other ones you're like not even close and it, this one i feel like yeah um so yeah best actress in a leading role oh sorry best actor in a leading role we got uh riz ahmed Ooh. sound of metal chadwick boseman ma rainey's black bottom Anthony Hopkins for The Father, Gary Oldman for Mank, and Steve Young for Minari. 
Um, and so you both saw Sound of Metal, and I think you both think Riz Ahmed should win. Is that right? Don't say that on the podcast. I didn't say I that. Say. Oh. <laughs> I just <laughs> no, will say right. that just to compare what I was talking about with supporting, Chadwick does have memorable moments in Ma Rainey that I, that I, that I still think about. Definitely. Like, particularly his monologues um, at the end. Uh, Minari is super memorable as a film, and I think Steve is great in it. Um, but, mm. but I do think this is a this is a complicated year because I just wa- I want Chadwick <laughs> to win this posthumous Oscar. I just want him to. But Riz mm-hmm. was also fantastic in Sound of Metal, so I just think that that sucks. Like it's it's it sucks that like. Riz gave such a a really powerful performance, and this is no shade to uh, Anthony Hopkins and Gary Oldman. I just haven't seen those movies, um, but Riz gave such a powerful performance and is deserving of the of the Oscar as well, you know. But like, I just I want Chadwick to win because the dude was a great actor and and does a great performance in this. Yeah, is this the first time three people of color have been three? Um... Men of color have been nominated for best actor hmm. in the same year. I don't know. Hmm, that's a good question. I because I think for this best is actor great. specifically. Yeah, best actor. There, I know there is definitely years where there were two. Okay, you know what I mean, like Will Smith and and Jimmy Fox, and gotcha. so. But let me let me check. Let's oh, let me poor look at Will. Those years. I will say I think. Yeah, always he always lost to uh, another black actor. Weird. Yeah, because he lost to um, Forrest Whitaker, right? As well, right? He lost to, I think, sorry, he lost to Denzel. And I think uh, he lost to, De- you're right. It's either he lost to, he definitely lost to Denzel because he was nominated in the same year. He was nominated for Ali the same year Denzel was nominated for Training Day. And then the other one, he either lost to Forrest or Jamie. I can't remember. Which ah, one. gotcha. I mean, he, I will say this about the nominations. Like, I, I think Steven, this is great that he got nominated. I think. This is going to change his career completely. Um, yeah, I think it's huge I think, man I think from huge from uh, Walking Dead yeah. to Academy Award yeah. nominated actor kind within of like four or five years. I I will say I do agree with James. Like I loved Chadwick, and you know Chadwick. And like I've said on the podcast, Chadwick is the only celebrity who's passed away that I felt true sadness for, and I'd never have met th- met this man. Um, but. Mm-hmm. When I think about the, the the scenes in the movie that really stuck for me, it was his, but the beauty of his part was that he didn't have to carry the weight of the film. Viola did. And because of that, I know, Bray, like I think your your reasoning for like the like breaking down who is the male lead and such mm-hmm. makes sense of why they put him up for um leading man. But I personally think he should be in the best supporting category and he should win that. And I think that Riz should win um, the best actor because the story, the story of um, Sound of Metal fails without his character. There is no story. There is no nothing happens in that movie without him. Like he's the beginning, middle and end. Yeah, he is the yeah. he is the lead actor. And and every other actor in that movie is supporting him I, 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 there is no other way to, to look at it, i don't think like i don't think there's a way to be like mm-hmm. lead actress in you know in sound of metal like i think every character is supporting the central character of, of riz in that where whereas 
and and Viola carries Ma Rainey's Black Bottom in a way because she is the titular character, but Ma Rainey almost feels that sh- that movie almost feels like ensemble, you know, to me, to me. I agree, and it's it's, it's one thing when you watch Sound of Metal too. Like again, I think Chadwick had great moments, like the, the monologue, him busting through the door at the end. But when you watch Riz, his character, physically, his character is going through so much throughout that movie that, like, to me, it almost sucks. I hate to say this, it almost sucks. This movie came out this year because of what's going to happen. It's like I really think he should be awarded something, and I guess the nomination is an award, but it's just like, man, that dude really. Like, I think this is any other year, I think he would have won. Like, if Chadwick still happened to be alive, I think um, Riz would have won, but... Um, I guess yeah, just, I mean, you know. I, uh, he'll get another He'll get another role. You know what I mean? He'll get another yeah. crack at this, I think, very very easily. He's he so has the good, chops man. to pull it off. He's so, so he, yeah, he's great. I mean, it, he became... Remember, remember, he became... He got put on the map from an HBO show that had pretty much no other stars like oh it was him he got that right? he got yeah. that after nightcrawler do you remember nightcrawler he I do was remember so nightcrawler. good but yeah but he got big off of, yeah. um night of night of yeah yeah um uh yeah. um and he was i mean he was so good in that and then of course he he was really fun in rogue one which i i really love as a star wars movie the more i see it the more i like it um uh yeah he's had he's had an interesting career um yeah i think like i I mean i'm fine with steve being in in this category i think he did a great job um i i i'm trying to think if i liked because there was chadwick it was either this or the five bloods um i think i do probably like his performance more in ma rainey's black bottom than the five bloods i think they're both good I think he is going to win the posthumous award. Uh, um, you know, this awards, it doesn't really, <laughs> at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Has Gary Oldman ever actually won? I feel like he's nominated all the time. He won for, um, he won, oh, he won for on. the, he played the, he won for the uh, Churchill movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When he had the thing on. Cause right, he wasn't, so dude... why did they nominate him for a make? Oh, <laughs> I mean, when you watch Sorry, I know this was ages ago, but I just looked up that it was Forrest Whitaker, Last King of Scotland, that won the year of Pursuit of Happiness. Ooh, okay. that's a tough one. That part does it's not. Really tough. No, <laughs> it's really tough because well, you see that, that and then you go, Absolutely "Oh, because he's not even." <laughs> well, the lead. that one is <laughs> tough because Forrest is not the lead of that movie. He's not the that's lead. That's one where he was very clearly not the lead. Who won? Who won leading? Who won supporting? I mean that year. Alan Arkin, Little Miss, Little Miss. Okay, that was, oh, that was I love what? Little Miss. Eyes. I mean, I mean, yes, no, I, I do too. But uh, Forrest should have been nominated. This is my thing. It could have <laughs> been two black. No, no, no. Like you're Forrest right. You're right. Great right. In that, you know what I mean? Right. It could have been. Right. It, e- it easily could have been Will Smith and Forrest Whitaker that yep. year. There was right. no reason that it, it didn't have to be. My theory is that Will Will has the same problem. I think Tom Cruise has. Whereas, like, they can star in a really good movie, but I sometimes think um, Hollywood or, or the Oscars don't like people-pleasing movies or, like, movies that make money. Like, they'll let it get a nomination, but they're not going to let it win. Like, Born on the 4th of July, Tom, well, Cruise, Tom Cruise was fantastic. And, like, yeah. if you're watching um, Pursuit of Happiness and you're telling me somebody deserved that Oscar over Will Smith that year, 
Nigga, I still cry when he's in the bathroom holding his son and someone's trying to use the bathroom and he's holding the door I closed. I think about uh, the first time in, like, the first time as uh, an adult, I guess you could say, because it was 2006, the first time as an adult that I ever wanted to cry at a movie was at the end when he's, like, walking in the streets and he's just, like, clapping about cla- his Clapping? Like, sobbing. I was uh, like, I haven't, I haven't wanted to cry, like, since I was a kid. That was my first time. Man. He was James, so great in that. Yeah. Listen, I saw that movie with my roommate at the time who was from Baltimore, who was scary as shit. When the end of that movie happened and the lights came up, I looked at his eyes and my red tears. It's like it's more, <laughs> and the thing is, I can't tell you which part of the movie made either one of us cry because I was crying throughout that whole movie, man. It was so sad. It was too much. Was Even too when much. he won, I was like, you shouldn't have had to go through this. You just had a dream. <laughs> oh man, his wife left him. Oh my uh, god! When the dude got out the cab and the cab was sixty dollars or whatever. It was, oh like, my goodness! He should have paid you. He should have paid you. Oh my god! Talk about something else. <laughs> Talk about something. It's so sad. I can't watch it. I've only seen it once. I've never seen it again. Yeah, same. No, same. twice for this. Y'all made me watch it, assholes. Oh, that's right. Uh, Sorry, where are we at? Where are we at? Yeah, this one's going to Chadwick. Best actress. Uh, Best actress, yeah. So, I've also. Best actress, we got Violet Davis. Oh, go ahead. Two of these as well. And I feel like someone else has been winning in the other. I've seen four of these. I've seen all. I've Um, seen all of these. um, So, yeah, Violet Davis. For Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Andre Day for the United States First Billy Holiday, Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand for Nomadland, and Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. And this category is so interesting to me. First of all, Jariah, what? How was Vanessa Kirby and Pieces of, of a Woman? Because that's the one I think that has the least heat. All right, I'm gonna say something controversial. Y'all know my Viola. Dave, y'all know my Viola Davis stand. I'm a stand for Viola Davis. I just told you I want to meet Viola Davis. Who I think deserves this Oscar, I can't say it, but I will say this. I can't even, I can't even say it. Well, I do I'm, think. I specifically asked about Pieces of a Woman, so and, I'm and assuming and, and, that's who you think. Yes. No, no, no. I didn't say that. What I'm saying is Vanessa Kirby is really, really good. So good, in fact, that I understand how she got nominated. And I think if you watch her performance in that movie, like as a as a as a man, seeing what her character goes through and how she like like it, it's her, it's it's powerful, man. It it just really is. Mm-hmm. It, it it was the strongest performance to me. And I think something about her performance that is very um, important is is that it's not really flashy. Like she plays a woman who goes through something very traumatic, and it felt so real and so honest and so like painful whereas like i look at viola and viola had the big showy part you know what i mean it was fun it was big like she got to be ma rainey but like when you see vanessa man it's and then you know andre day had a really cool flashy part too you know i thought she was good mm-hmm. but i don't know so you like the the white british woman over uh, oh i didn't say that Uh-oh. i didn't say that i mean it, i didn't say that i didn't say it in no i didn't words. say that I mean, you ain't saying I, it in no, those words. I feel no, like no, of what just no, what I just didn't. Went down? Viola Davis, Viola Davis 
deserves her Oscar she's going to get this year. Okay? She's going to get it. She deserves her Oscar. I'm just saying when you watch that part, it is a really good performance. That's all I'm saying. All right. Oh, go ahead, Bray. That's Um, all I'm saying. Because John asked me about that movie, James. (laughs) Yeah. Okay? Listen, I wasn't the one who read you just now. That was all Bray. (laughs) Don't yell at me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, James. Sorry, James. Hey, Bray, don't be trying to set me up. I was trying to set me up. I was just trying to get clarification. That was don't, all. Don't clarify shit for me, Bray. Okay? I don't need no clarification. <laughs> Viola Davis. I don't know no other names. Done. I'm I moving like on. That. I do like that she's getting um, a Best Actress nomination for this role when, when this feels more supporting than her role, to me, even though it's the titular character. But this feels yeah, yeah, more supporting than Rose and Fences, which felt like a leading. <laughs> you know, I just like that they're just like, you know what, Viola Davis, let's let's do Best Actress for this one. I think they're doing it right this time. They're giving her her, her chops. Can I be? Can I be real with y'all though? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure Viola gonna win. I think Andra might win. Whoa, for real? No, I'll say like, I loved Andra in this role. I thought she. I mean, I remember when we talked about this the this movie on the on the pod. I was like. I like was like, holy shit, has she acted before? It surprised me that this was her first uh film. Um so I do think that like she did she she turned in a good performance. Yeah, she won the Golden Globe, but um Viola won the SAG, which is usually a more of an indicator. Oh, okay. uh, because those people can vote. But who knows though? You never know. Um I will say this. I mean ter- in terms of talking like perform I think We've already said this, but it feels like Viola Davis's role, even though she's the titular character, she's not as, she's not in it as much um, as I think all these other women are in their in their own movies, um, and she has some really powerful scenes, uh, definitely deserving of an, an Oscar nomination. I remember when we saw Ma Rainey, I was like. Viola Davis is crushing this. She she deserves an, she clearly deserves an Oscar nomination. It's really nice. But all these other performances are really good. Like I I mean uh, Carrie. Um, Do you think Carrie's is an Oscar worthy so nomination? I think it's um it's like a it's like a get out role, right? Like it's it's a mm, it's like mm. a fun. Yes, you know what I mean? Saying. Like it's yeah, like that makes a, sense. That makes sense. It, it, so it's like it's I don't think she's gonna win. But I think people like it, and I, I think I think Promising Young Woman is probably a movie that more people will have, except for the fact that it's not streaming. So maybe not. Maybe people. Here's what I will say: If the movies were out in theaters, I feel like Promising Young Woman is a movie that would have. Yes, I agree. Had done de- done pretty good at the box office. I agree with that. Uh, I think it's probably hurt by the fact that it's harder to see it. And so probably less people have seen it because it's not on like a Netflix. Mm-hmm. Nomadland got a lot of hype. Frances McDormand, she already won, right? For yeah. She gets nominated like uh, every billboards. time now. Like Frances McDormand, I think she, she I, won more than one. Man, I gotta say, she, I do think she's a great actress, but 
Man, give give Frances McDormand what, an what Oscar this, for literally anything she does. Give her an Oscar for turn. Give her an Oscar for Transformers right, Three: know. Dark of the Moon because when she pops up on screen, she just be chewing up. The, I listen. <laughs> I haven't seen Nomadland, but I oh get God. it. She she's she's street status for me of just like they did. She did a movie. All right, cool. What's the moment? You know how like they she's won two Oscars already oh, for yeah. Fargo and Three Billboards. Oh, yeah, Fargo. Damn, she's great in Fargo. Um, what's her moment in this movie, in Nomadland? Um, Don't sigh softly trying to answer the question. You know what I mean? Because we know the moments. No, no, I was, I, no, because I hate when Bray asks me that question because I talk about that all the time. It's like, what is the what is, what is the shot that they're going to play? I feel like Andre Day has several, right? You could put her, yeah. you could do her singing. You could do yeah. her, yeah, you know, she got she's mad kind scenes. of in trust. She's like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you, Viola Davis has a, Viola Davis got mad scenes. She's, you know, she's got those speeches. She's like, yeah, she, even her just walking out That's the hotel, true. man, like that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, from her from her performance, it sounds like Vanessa Kirby has, a, has some moments. Uh Right. Listen, I haven't seen again. I haven't seen Nomadland, but I've seen some of the some of the clips, some of the trailers, just, and she be doing this like sly smile out the corner of her mouth. She, she plays. Uh, give her I, an Oscar. I, <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. You okay just to say, say. Give her an Oscar for a sly smile. Is that what you said? That's Frances McDormand. Yeah. Okay. Right. Give her an all Oscar right. for the sly smile. She plays alternative white woman very well. Like she like like she plays like. The white woman who has been through some shit so well. Like, in Fargo, she's, like, the pregnant mom who's, like, you know, like, we don't see that kind of character. Three billboards, she's a little bit rougher. In this movie, I, look, I'm going to be real. This movie should have went to, an like, her part in this movie should have went to an indigenous actress, but clearly it wouldn't have been made that way. You know, I, they gave it to a white lady. I get it. She does it very well. But she plays alt-white well. Um... But her parts always be that. So I, like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's like, it's like, uh, like we don't let George Clooney get an Oscar nomination every time he's charismatic. You know what I mean? I, I don't know what I'm right. saying anymore. But she's good. It's good. It's a good performance. But Viola Davis. Viola Davis, they, this woman been through a lot. They, she earned this Oscar, okay? They done screwed her over for, for years. She's earned this Oscar. My fear is that Andrea might have, like, had a better movie and like had more scenes and more substance to her part. And then they go mess around, give Iola one of them Oscars when she's like 72 or something like that. was going to piss me off, but whatever. Um, all right. Well now feature now we're up to, to feature. Oh, you guys haven't seen any of these documentaries. Have you? I haven't, I haven't. which is weird. Cause I usually love watching documentaries. I've seen, I want to see Time really bad. I haven't seen Time. I saw Crip Camp. I feel bad seeing the name of that movie. Is that like I know that's what it's called, and I get that's supposed to be mm-hmm. the point. I just don't feel right saying. Um, yeah, I hear you. The name of that movie, but I saw it. That movie's so goddamn beautiful um, and sad mm-hmm. at the same time. But Time is supposed to be really good. That. Time is supposed to be good. Good. Um, I started watching The Mole Agent, and I was like, "This is too." I mean, I know, I'm I, I'm pretty sure at the end it's like it's good, but it, it I mean like happy, but man, it was sad. It was just like it's it's about like <laughs> they're trying to 
you know, crack this like elder abuse. Like they bring in a mole, like a old, like a eighty year old man to like be a mole to go into like a nursing home to like make sure that these the old folks aren't being abused. And I was just like, this is way too <laughs> mm-hmm. this is way too close to home right now. I gotta mm-hmm. not watch this. Like it that. Um. Uh. Okay. So best picture we got the father, Judas and the Black Messiah. Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of Chicago 7. Uh, first, should we do snubs? Do you guys think a movie should have been on here? That is. I do think The Five Bloods could have been on here. And hear me out. I know it had its problems, but holistically, I thought it was directed very well. And I thought the performances were really strong. Like, I mean... Uh, that's the only snub because again, I watched Trial of the Chicago Seven, and while I do think it's a good movie, it feels so like ugh, all those big ass monologues and like I just uh, you don't like the genre of that movie. Oh, is that like what it very, is? It just feels so. I feel like it's very. It's it's yeah. It's yeah, exactly. I yeah, was gonna say it's yeah. very. It's an Oscar film. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it's like the big Hollywood Oscar film. Yeah, like the. You know, like the post and the yes, yes, know, good God, know, Bridge oh. of Spies. I'm just gonna name Steven Spielberg Oscar movies. No, you stop uh, this right now. You stop this. You know what should have been nominated? Bad Boys for Life. Hear me out. Hear me no out. I'm gonna argue against this. I actually, this is right. What was the number Correct. one? What was the number one movie for almost all of 2020? You know, Bad you know boys this doesn't count. For life. What was the movie that you, had... You know the, that doesn't count. <laughs> what is the movie that had one of the biggest audience scores for most of 2020? Bad Boys Bad for Boys Life. For I mean, life. <laughs> what movie did we all think was going to be trash when we saw it? We were like, damn, this is fun as hell. Hope there's Bad a sequel. Boys Bad Boys Life. John, I'm going to say this. Bad Boys for Life was the 2020 version of mad max fury road he dropped his mic no hear that? <laughs> he, dro- he dropped That's his mic no. when he said that <laughs> the directing the, the pleasure of the audience that mad max felt and they got an oscar nomination bad boys full life should have got I do think that Bad Boys for Life is deserving of some kind of recognition from these awards at the end of the year. It at least could have been on Golden Globe, like in the Golden Globes list. They they do they do more what, what Golden Globe, Globe comedy comedy and musical they do musical and comedy, comedy. And musical comedy musical. Oh, you think you feel like bad? Okay, why are you talking about Tyler Perry? I'm just saying the comedy and musical. Came from, but... Two things the Oscars need to do. They need to add best comedic feature. They need to add best blockbuster. Because I'm telling I'm telling you, they keep having these goddamn comedians come to save their boring ass award shows, but don't want to really award them with a nomination. Is not because fair. if you watch <laughs> it really is not it's not because if I watch a movie and you they kick a kid comedy in the sure. butt, of course it's sad the kid got kicked but in the ass. Know, but here's the here's the thing though. If they do best comedy, isn't it going to be isn't isn't going to have a little bit of the Emmy syndrome where then they're going to just they're just you know the comedies are going to be like what the Golden Globe comedies have been like oh like the Martian bars and the Martian night that's what it was the you know no there's going to be a bunch of Judd Apatow movies but you know hopefully yeah, I doubt not that. even it's going to be yeah. Adam McKay movies it's going to be like 
It's gonna be like yeah, it's Although, gonna be like you know the big short. There is a really fun, no, there's a they, really funny you're right, part they would do in um, what was the Cheney movie called? <laughs> the Cheney Which, movie. What movie? What movie? Oh, oh, Dick Cheney Vice. one. Um, um, there's the one with there's Christian a, Bale. a Vice, yeah. really big laugh out loud moment in the middle of Vice for no <laughs> reason. It's like the part when the movie false ends in the middle of it. I would I would see Vice nominated as a comedy just for just for that because oh, it's yeah, that so it's so stupid. See, but I don't think I don't think I don't think a movie that has comedic moments should be nominated as a comedy because I feel like that's a, that's what all movies should yeah, have. But like one of the hardest laughs you had yeah. in a long time. That laugh is so unexpected. like Step Brothers Anchorman right. should be Y'all nominated. Right. Nah, you need. I need to be laughing for the whole yes. movie. Bridesmaids. I'm you just gonna say it one more like, time. should have won an Oscar. They cut to the credits. They cut. James, to the credits. don't you dare. They start walking off into the sunset, and and violins start playing. Underneath. <laughs> it is so it's random. Too funny. I'm too happy about. And this. there's like the quotes at the end of like. How the y'all know y'all saw it? <laughs> it's so, but it's I hear you. I just wish they would award the people who do a lot of work because because to me personally, I do think I think it's harder to get people of different backgrounds, different colors, whatever, to laugh at the same thing. But like, yeah, if I if I go to Sea Biscuit and this horse is like going through some shit, that is sad. We all can relate that like something happening to this horse is sad. If if you know this apartment building gets burnt up, that is a sad thing. But to get me, Braylock James, listen to laugh at a fart joke or whatever the hell, that is hard as hell. Okay, it is a hard thing to do, and they keep disrespecting those people's work. That's all I'm saying. And they could have changed it. The Oscars just don't want Damn. to. They want to be boring as shit. Hear me, Oscar roar. Hear me. You know what? Like, I don't even care about the Oscars. Where the Leroy is at, huh? Well, let's get the Leroy's together, so we ain't got to keep worrying about what Oz Oscar wants to give that's what people. I wanna, that's what I would call it. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I ain't trying to get the Ozzes. Nah, nah, nah. I, 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 you know, give me the Cynthia's. You know what I'm saying? Where the Keisha's at? Give me that award. That's the show I want to go. Give me the Keisha's because Keisha's relatable. Gerard, Keisha why are you like, talking like everybody. the NAACP it's be, image think awards and the hair. BET awards are not a thing? Nah, 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 nah. No, no, no. See, right now you're thinking of it just being black, okay? The Keisha's incorporate all people of color. Think about think about the Keisha Awards best hairstyle moment. Okay. Fire. Fire. Right, okay. okay. You know? Best dramatic scene. It's gonna be one one of them gotta be a clap Stop nomination. It's gonna be somebody in the scene like, <laughs> get out of my face. <laughs> Fuck man, the Oscars. Keisha gonna have a. Right. Like, well, can we you were imagine talking the about statue? the best picture Bruh. nominations? And it ain't gonna be gold. It'd be platinum. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, we didn't <laughs> even talk about we them. We're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Ah. Oh, my fault. My fault. Oh, where the best picture at? Where am I? I'm at documentary, best directing. <laughs> and we were specifically saying though things that we thought were snubbed. Yeah, blood. Yeah, the five bloods. I think is what. I'm right. Saying. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it, right? <laughs> my my my, th- my theory. One night in Miami. Yeah. That's it. I think so. One one night I did really like One Night in Miami, and like I think that Regina does deserve a little bit of, of credit for what she did, and I know they're not going to put her up here, but I guess. But Best Picture is for the producers, though, right? So would no, she be? Included she would have to in get that? Best Director. Did she produce it? I don't think she produced it. She would have to get Best Director. I'm just glad. Uh, okay, I'm, yeah, I don't. I don't oh, go ahead. Okay, you go ahead. 
No, I just I don't know. I'm, I was saying I'm just glad the little things got shut out because that. Oh yeah, it, it was really bothering me that that had a <laughs> FYC campaign, and I was like, "Is this really about to get a nomination?" Oh, I mean, I, my, my like, theory what? is they're going to split the and awards. people are like, "Nah, Jared Leto," and I was like, Did "No, he <laughs> no, he didn't." Or, he got a sat. I think he got a sat. I'm glad comment. that yeah, Kemp Powers is nominated for uh. Best oh wait, no, he didn't even get a SAG um, nomination. Oh wait, oh wait, did he? Yeah, he did. He did. He, did, he got yeah. a SAG nomination, but he didn't get an Oscar. He got kicked out. Lakeith put, got put in his place. Yeah. I mean, my theory of what's going to happen is I think I think Chloe's going to get Best Director, and I think Minari is going to get Best Picture. I think they're going to split the award um, because the director of Minari did not get a Best Director nomination, which is insane. Which but, is crazy. I don't. I don't know, oof. man. Because Chloe's definitely so you winning. think so you think Chloe's gonna win best director for sure right oh but he got it it's the same and dude, do you he, think he got that it for she screenplay though right he did he did yeah okay that's yeah do you they think did that, that she should win don't ask me why are you doing this why don't ask James oh I've seen the movie you didn't see Nomadland I've seen Nomadland so I can't say all right can I can we just can I just talk about Nomadland for a second no no you can't do no 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 Braylock no. No, you're not allowed. No. Why? Why no. am I not allowed? Because, no, because I don't know what you're going to say, but I feel like it. And we don't live in a world yet. Not yet, Bray. Maybe in five years where you can honestly, openly talk about things. You have to support and keep it moving. You need to I mean, go I back. De- Let's do our Green Book episode, my friend. Nah, listen. I that definitely burn think that this. <laughs> you need to go back and. <laughs> Listen to our Green Book episode if you want to talk about what we can't can't say. I definitely think this Asian woman needs all the shine that she's getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Get her, yeah, get her the nomination. <laughs> yeah. Did you see this movie? No, I ain't see it. Why your voice going this up? Movie, Why is your voice going up? This movie's bad. No, no, I'm not. I'm not doing this. You just. I'm not doing it's this. Bad. Period. <laughs> Braylon just said yes, it's, this movie's bad. Period. <laughs> it's it's not a good movie. Braylock, oh. Braylock, Braylock. Listen, we can make fun of Green Book because a white Hold dude on. directed that. Everybody, a white dude directed everybody that. trash. First of all, Regina King didn't get nominated, right? That's true. She did a great job. I mean, she didn't deserve. No, I'm not doing this. It was a great movie. She deserved the nomination. Y'all not she, setting me she up. Ain't deserved the nomination. I'm cutting my mic off. Nope, <laughs> I didn't say that. I did not what? say that. I'm cutting my mic off. I haven't seen Nomadland because... Okay, but here's the thing. Why didn't Chloe... Like... <laughs> yeah, she's a... Per- she, I'm glad. I'm glad that women are... Uh, women directors are being uh, nominated. I'm glad that people of color directors are being nominated. A woman of color director being nominated is incredible. I don't have to like this movie. <laughs> it's not even like a bunch of people of color are in the movie. That's true. You don't have to like it's the movie. Francis McDormand. That's very true. It's still about it's still a white lens. Like it's still it, the the film is still told through the white like, if I don't if I'm just a view uh, an average moviegoer, I'm not I don't I'm not looking at who the director is, you know? I'm watching the movie. I'm watching Francis McDormand being like, "Oh, I'm an Amazon worker, you know, poor, poor me." 
Whatever, man. No, no, no. I didn't see it. And Gerard being, listen, si- Gerard listen, being fully listen, silent, listen. I feel like nah, it's she, co-signing. No, listen. Listen, listen. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. And I, and I do mean this. And this is something I struggle with. Like, I... I I don't know if I say the movie is bad. Like, is it exciting to, to, to watch? Not, not in any way. <laughs> I think a lot of movies are not, <laughs> not exciting in any to way. watch, right? Like, that's... Like, yeah. it, is it... But, but, I mean, it's... It took me... Is it moving? Is it moving? Okay. If sometimes movies aren't exciting, but they're moving. Sometimes movies aren't exciting, but they make you think. Damn, it doesn't do any of those what things. What do you think about when you watch this film? Why is it getting... Then why, why do we think it's getting the attention that it's getting? You know, can we theorize? I I personally you, I, think. Go ahead. I you tell go you first, why. Bro. Go ahead, Bray. Oh, it's this. It's a, it's the same. It's the three billboard syndrome. Okay, this movie. It, it has the trappings of being diverse, right? Because it's like, oh, we got this woman lead. We got a woman of color director. She wrote the script. Okay, and but not only that though. So we're doing our diverse thing, but at the end of the day, we're talking about the plight of white America of middle of white middle America and we'll put other people of color in the film you know we'll have some maybe some real Amazon workers and we'll give them a couple lines and it'll be their first and only movie role that they ever get in their entire lives and they get to be like I was in that Oscar nominated film um and we'll pretend like you know this movie cares about the working class people and and saying something about capitalism but at the end of the day it's not it's not really it's it's just but it but it feels good. It feels good for all the people involved. It makes everybody feel better about themselves. Chloe is the first woman of color and Chinese per- person nominated for for best director, it's right? Great. Both woman of color and Chinese person. Huge. I think she'll be the deal. first. That's amazing. I think she will be I think she will be the first person of color yeah, to yeah, win yeah. a best director. Like I don't think like I don't think I think the only people other than white men who've won are white well, women. Uh, um, who? Well, no. That. What do you mean? I don't think a woman has. Uh, oh yeah, Catherine Kath- Kath- Bigelow won. Uh, uh, but uh, I mean, do you? Oh count, yeah. What, uh, what do you call uh, Mexican? Because the. Oh shit! Uh, yes, yeah, sorry. Oh Alfonso my god. Cor- yeah, he Damn, won two years in a row. He won two years in a row. Sorry. And what's his name? Burt, uh, he he won two. Years. Oh, okay, gravity. He won gravity. Was it Bird. no? It was it was was Birdman and oh, uh, Birdman and Birdman, Birdman. Birdman. Dude, that dude's directed that man. That dude's been nominated so much. Roma, yeah, Birdman, everything, everything he's directed gets nominated. <laughs> yeah, everything. But uh, also, uh, uh, also, um, goodness, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Guillermo, Gier- no. Oh, yeah, Guillermo, Guillermo del, Toro. del Toro. Sorry, sorry. Let me, let me, let me, let me preface. Ain't no black people won yet. Um, that's what I meant. Uh, yeah, that's, the, uh, that's, that's what I meant. That's that, my fault. That is correct. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank uh, you. We'll still be correct after this yep, year. Yep. No black dudes <laughs> won. Uh, no black man or woman is one. Uh, we've had very few nominated as well. Um, but I okay. Screw it. I agree with Bray what he says about the film. Um, I like. It, fuck. I, I don't know, man. I think she will win. I think it'd be really good if she does win. I remember she got a lot of heat coming off um, of her. Um, was it Sundance film? And then like I don't know which came first. She after that Sundance film, she got two movies back to back. I think, I think Eternals oh, wow. actually shot before this did. But either way, she shot them both back to back, and they both oh, were supposed wow. to come out. Yeah, remember that makes sense to me, considering how like Disney, Disney, not necessarily specifically Marvel, but how Disney's been moving with some of these properties is like, you know, somebody, somebody who like is like. P. 
people are have a, there's a buzz about their indie, but like people don't know who they are yet. They're like, cool, um, develop a Star Wars movie. You know, they kind of like have been mm. doing that stuff a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because because theoretically, she would have had if the world was open, she would have had no man. No man, no man's land, and Eternals all out in October. I mean, November. That would have been huge. Twenty twenty. She was really supposed huge. to be chilling. Well, um, here's here's the thing that makes me so mad. This film is not. I mean, look. I guess it's just her. I don't know, man. This film is nominated for screen. Not always that. No, because like, it. What? <laughs> don't do this, man. Stop. Hey, Come no, on now. First of all, Stop, how much you think this movie was improvised? Because they, I feel like they. Uh, and maybe this is the best part of the movie, honestly. The best part of the movies is the fact that they have these people who I can't tell if they're actual actors or not or they're real people. They look like they 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 look like real yeah. people who were asked asked to act, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um and and there's like, oh, there's something interesting there. This film is shot some sometimes like it's a, like it's a documentary it feels like mm-hmm. uh but i mean not like not like direct a camera just like the, the chicky cam like this yeah and like the scenes like they feel it's like there's no there's no narrative like the, i mean there's a narrative but it, there's not really a narrative you know what i mean i don't know man somebody we need somebody on this on this podcast who see this is why this is why i wanted to get somebody who knew who likes these types of movies no because this is the thing. It's not. Even I don't. About, I don't get it. it. I don't get it. This is. An I mean, Oscar I get film. it for the reason that I said. But okay, go ahead. I mean, no, this is an Oscar yeah, film. Like, I mean, when you look at it, it's like I'm even reading about even reading about it right now. Like, Francis McDormand approached like Chloe about the film. You know what I mean? It's based on the mm-hmm. book. It's. I mean, and again, like this, she did so much on this film. It's like they said. Not only did she write it, she edited it, she produced it, she directed it. I mean, like I mean, she did a bunch of work. I mean, to me. It's like, is this the best picture? No, but she's not. This isn't the one that's up for best picture. I mean, it is, but as long as she, as long as she wins best director and then let my man it win TGA, or yeah. did it. But I'm like, Minari deserves the best picture. And I think to me, a Minari win, based on what you said alone, Brad, like this film is not told from a person of color lens. Like we see the world through a white woman once again, whereas Minari shows the American story of the American dream from not the white POV. And I think that is really important. So if that movie wins, that movie truly can say, like, yes, we acknowledge other experiences when it comes to America, even if this is just an award. But, like, like there, ha- there, has no, there hasn't been a Mexican nope. film like that. There hasn't been a black film like that. Like, literally, Minari is so important because it's so new, so relevant. They're not dealing with race a whole lot. It's like, I just want to survive and make this shit work for my family. Um so I think Nomadland is going to win. I hope not. I hope not. I'll say the only thing I'll say because I haven't seen all these movies and I've only seen Judas Minari, Sound and Trial, and I liked all four of those movies a lot. Um, but I would rather any of those three win and not Chicago. Chicago Seven. I don't want to win. It makes me mad. How it really makes me upset. That the ending of no, like reading not. the names of all the people, <laughs> that not being an actual thing that happened, <laughs> upsets me so much. Like it's such a cool moment in the movie. It's the way they choose to end the movie, and it didn't even happen. And it's just like, damn, 
<laughs> like it just makes me it just makes me it taints the it taints the whole movie for me that they chose to end it that way. It does. It really does. Because it's so. You know what I mean? It's like because because uh, it would be like they build up to funny. this whole thing, uh, and then it's like you know what? That why? Didn't, I don't know. It didn't happen. <laughs> Got it. I I like Trial of Chicago Seven, but I, I there are, it. I I also know that it's like a a cookie cutter Oscar film. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I do actually like those movies. I was listing off movies that. I was talking about, and a lot of people were like, "Yeah, those movies," and I was like, "No, I actually like these movies. Like, I I like The Post, and I like Bridges of Spies." Uh, <laughs> you liked Brit? No, you did no, not. But he's saying that they're. I mean, Bridges of Spies is the Bridges of Spies is like the least of the ones that I like, but I do I do like that genre of the like sweeping, like the 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 rah rah, you know, you know, like the best version of that is. Um, uh, what do you call it? The the one that was also about the post, the same spotlight. Thing. Was it all the all the president's men? Ah, uh, all the president's men. Thank you. Um, yeah. Anyway, what was I saying? Um, I do think I think Nomadland has a chance of winning. I think it's I think it might. I here's the thing. I haven't. I I personally liked Minari, probably the best in terms of what should win Best Picture. Um, I feel like it hasn't. It doesn't have the juice. I don't think it has that mm. juice. But it might. It might. It might be a surprise. It might be. A, it might be like a parasite or a moonlight. You know, uh, moonlight especially. Right. Like moonlight was like the dark horse to La La Land. The difference being that Nomad Land, because Chloe Zhao is attached to it. I think the Oscars feel like they can give that yeah. the win and not feel like they're giving it just, you know what I mean? They feel like, yeah, we're, this is good. We're, we're still doing our diversity thing. You know what I mean? I'll, t- I'll tell you this. Ain't nobody going to remember Nomadland 10 years from now. And nobody is going to remember Damn, Nomadland. Damn, nobody? You know. You want all the smoke. There's at least you one person who's going to remember. You want all the smoke, brother. <laughs> okay. You okay, no- James. <laughs> John you out here. I mean. You said nobody. John out here. John want all the heat from the streets. Know. You know it's what I mean. Be, it's like those movies when you. Look I'm it up saying. And like, I'm saying yeah. the vast majority of people. Yeah, people are gonna be like the King's Speech. I remember the King's. You know speech, what I mean? Though. It's wow. like King's what? You, you Who rewatches that movie? Nobody has that movie. Oh man, John woke up with John woke up with the spunk today. What's the last time you? But we were just talking about how you watched the King's Speech lately. Happiness. It's for different reasons, but I still ain't rewatching. <laughs> that's true. Yo, John want all the smoke. Oh, that's weird. Listen, y'all yeah, remember what? What did he say? That smooth, soothing voice said all this recklessness. King speech. Yeah, y'all remember what voice said all this today? Please, please, and thank you. Remember the part in the. Remember the part. I in hope the King darkest speech. hour. Oh yeah, remember good the part point. Do you just name an Oscar winner? He sings the song to make him calm. What y'all remember this? No, James. No. <laughs> he sings the song to make him calm, and then he's like no. trying to, but he's trying to talk to his issues, and then he I, like sings the song. Oh man, that shit was great. Woo! <laughs> I remember, I remember when the King's Speech came out, and I was like, I remember when it was nominated for an Oscar, and I was just trying, like, starting to get in and care about Oscars. I remember someone goes, "That's a white ass movie," and I was like, "It sure is." That's literally sure my response. This show is that movie that it can't be no more Caucasian I mean, than well, the King's Speech. Literally about the British. I don't think they monarchy. had a person of color so in the background. No way. I'm telling you, they 
they were running out of uh, white accomplishments to make films about. And they're like, what about uh, this dude uh, had a speech impediment and he had to do his speech. How about that one? Is that good? That- you know, we still haven't done a Harriet Tubman movie. Okay, we'll get to that. But I think we first need to do this movie about this British monarch who, you know, like the in the people involved in the 20th movie, century who had a speech impediment and needed to give a speech. With that movie are the people that should have done the King's speech and maybe a different group of people should do the Harriet. You know what though, James, hearing John say it, that movie is just about a no, white dude with a speech impediment I'm talking about who gives one speech, speech answers, James. He gave, <laughs> he gave one speech. <laughs> but it was the king. They have the king, a prime the king minister. Speech. Exactly. What do you mean exactly. the king? He's a king <laughs> in name. But oh, also, Lord. but also, this ain't his speech. Wasn't even the speech that like ended a war or like started a revolution. This nigga just that nigga could have been talking at the bingo for all I care about. This isn't the same thing. But I would watch a movie about Samuel Jackson overcoming his uh, speech impediment and then being. And then becoming yeah, Samuel L. Jackson. That would be incredible. And then doing the snakes on the snakes on the plane speech. <laughs> all right, all now right. That is a movie. <laughs> Get me out of this episode. <laughs> What's happening? I'm trapped. <laughs> movie ends with him being like, "I want these motherfuckers." I'm sorry, honestly, John. That is one of the funniest things you ever fucking said. That this nigga just hold on, wait for the audience at home. First off, yeah. you petty. That is so petty. <laughs> this nigga James trying to be like, I'll watch something with Samuel Jackson. This nigga John Cussip, the snakes on the plane. This nigga Samuel Jackson's made so many good movies, and you said the snakes on the plane. I mean, we're talking about there speeches, no though. Speeches. We're talking about memorable there are no speeches. No speeches. on the plane. That is two lines. That doesn't count as a speech. I'm upset at you. Yo, I'm mad at you. Oh, my God. This nigga could have said, he could have said, the fucking speech from Pulp Fiction that's about a speech. the burgers. That's a speech. He could have said, yeah, that's a I mean, speech. That's a, and then also he said, he a said, comical moment to down that, that would downplay the situation. <laughs> you had to go. Or, or nigga, he could have said the speech from um, Big Blue Sea when he gave the speech okay. to, to oh, get everybody man. riled up and they just ate but his did, ass. Like he did was, either of those, did either of those speeches become the <laughs> titular, <laughs> the title of the film? Because Snakes on a Plane did. That film was called Flight 453 or whatever the hell. <laughs> this is the then dumbest they saw shit. that speech and they were like, nah, this, this needs to be well, called I would Snakes watch that plane. movie because I find you know that what? to be interesting. It set the internet on fire. All right, whatever. Whatever. I don't you know what? Um, uh, okay. <laughs> James is uh, saying. All I'm saying. All I'm saying. All I'm saying is people don't, people don't pop on the artists, Okay. And, and Nomadland is going to be. Did you say the artist? Just like those. Hey, John, John been talking about the artist. He's been day, talking. Get me about out of you here. watching the artist? Done it on a few podcasts. He didn't enjoy the artist. <laughs> I used to like the artist. I I saw it. I watched it um, once. <laughs> I mean that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You watched it once. Yeah. In this. Yeah. All right. You ready? Yeah, like like 200,000 other people. I'm done okay? with you. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. All right, Hollywood, listen, okay? We were closer this year. We had we had, you know, categories with, you know, three people of color that in it. Is, I still a lot feel of like it could it, But this is my thing. It is tough for me because I feel like I was I was talking to a friend and I'm like, <laughs> you still happy. It, I'm not because I do feel like, yo, will there ever be a year when like a white person isn't nominated because they're not the best? And I don't think we will ever see that. I mean, if they're yeah, not the best. I think that's a right, right, right. I think that's a, the uh, 
the current demographics of this country make that a little bit hard to for a white person to not be nominated at all. The guy from the McKinsey report. Oh, the, but the thing about the thing that he said about how, you know, he was like, if there were if there was more funding into diverse movies, then we could you know, it's not even just about people have to be the best of the best to to shine through. It's that like there are probably even more people who Sheldon. who are like that who just aren't seen because they are people of color and i just feel like that's the collateral beauty of it all you know like mm-hmm. the people that don't that don't have the opportunity you know they don't have the opportunity wait a minute first of all i'm looking at john not john's over here not like yeah he had no i'm mad wait this is what it feels like no, ah, I don't like this at all. Is, you know. I'm sorry. That this is what was it feels like. The, I, I was listening to your. I was listening to what you were saying. Yeah, 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 Bray. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, Bray. It sucks. It sucks. Whatever. Okay. okay. See, but he said of it all. See, I have. I. I, I end. I'm no, you don't. It. No, you don't. When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash office hours live. It is kind of funny. This yeah. is probably one of the most diverse... Uh, Academy Awards ever, um, mm-hmm. and it is a year in which uh, probably the lowest total number of people watching <laughs> these awards because it's going to be on Zoom, and it's a year where people didn't get to go to the movie theaters. So, you know, I mean, uh, don't do this. Why are you doing? No, this? I know it's good. It, no, you're right. It's no. It's a, I'm just saying. It's I, I, let's see if they keep this going. That's all I'm saying. When we get a when we get back to. Braylock stop this. Some sense of normalcy. Um, you think it's going to be Chloe and then? I, I mean, that's what I hope. I mean, I mean, that's what I hope. I mean, I, I'm not. I think Chloe's a lock, right? There's yes, zero like, other. No one right? else is winning. No one else only, is winning. The only other person who would even come close, I think, is Emerald Fennel. Yeah, I for mean. sure. Yeah, but I think, I but I think Chloe's definitely a lock. I think Chloe's a lock, and then it'll be interesting. It's like Nomad Laminari. I do think Trial of the Chicago 7 has a shot because it's one of those movies that I think a lot of people have seen, hmm. um, and it's like people-pleasing. Uh, but maybe, I don't know. It's probably going to be Nomadland. Dude. Yep. I, I hope not. I'm hoping not. Come on, Minari. Maybe Minari. Maybe Minari. Come on, yeah. Minari. It'll be interesting. Two, sa- two films centering around Koreans, but one, Koreans in South Korea, and then this film, Koreans in America. Yeah, I think it'd be dope. I think it'd be dope. That'll be interesting. We'll see. Um, all right. All right, well, 
thank you guys for for listening you can follow us at blackman podcast blackmanpodcast.com is our website you can uh click on our patreon link hey if enough people reach out to us and they're like you gotta do patreon I mean, I mean, I'm not doing anything. I know Gerard got jobs, but... I ain't got uh, no job. I'm down, man. Whatever, man. What you gonna do? See, James is the one, the sneaky one with 20,000 things he's doing. I'm doing things, Look at him bobbing his head. <laughs> Your boy is unemployed. I mean, wait, <laughs> we, 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 could talk, we could talk about... <laughs> we could talk about... Uh, <laughs> we could talk about Winter yeah, Soldier. I mean, yeah. Winter Soldier is out right I'm now. You know what I mean? Listen, y'all know I want to talk about Winter Soldier because all these... All these non-understanding reviewers being like not enough character development i'm like are you fucking insane well, we can t- we can talk about it are you insane so i i feel like that's just one way of saying you know that they <laughs> Gerard's, I, I stopped talking because gerard leaned what you saying, into the camera <laughs> i'm just saying that you saying james and I think it is. I think it is ramping up to an awesome finish. But people, people talking about WandaVision know, hey, for I five know. episodes. <laughs> I know it's the same thing. It's the same <laughs> issue with WandaVision. And I love WandaVision <laughs> top to bottom. But I'm just saying that I understand what people are saying. <laughs> Get me out of here. Get me out of here, Melissa. Disconnect it. Uh, uh, Disconnect it. Uh, if you uh, if you if you rate review us five stars, give us five star review on iTunes. We we'll read your review on the air. Ooh. This is from Mister. I got it. Think about it is the title. Mm. Love the show. Been listening for two years. Have heard every episode. Just saw you guys had a YouTube page. We don't, by the way. That is an unofficial. Some just somebody takes our audio and posts it uh, without permission oh, on YouTube. Uh, anyway, so they say they were disappointed that it wasn't video. I think if you guys did video, uh, because y'all seem really animated and passionate when you guys talk, it would bring a whole new audience to the podcast. I, you're probably correct. You gonna edit that? Oh, you gonna edit that I, for us, bro? And I, uh, and I don't think you reviewed Wendy <laughs> on HBO Max, but the black kid in that I think could be a star. That movie is the best kid acting I've seen in a long time, and the play on Peter Pan is dope. Interesting, Wendy. Okay. Oh, is Wendy out? Uh, yeah, and is that actor the lead of it, or just like one of the? That's my question. Yeah, yeah. Because that's and that's not also what this podcast a te- is. it's a movie or it should be a movie or yeah. a television show. No, it should oh, be a movie. movie. Okay. It should be a movie. Mm. Who black? Sorry, I, I had I had never even heard of this film. Who black? Um, all right, well. There's one black kid. Uh, I don't know if he's a lead though, but uh, I'll show the way that it it shows. Oh, actually, no. There's two black kids. Oh shit! The black kid plays Peter oh, Pan. Black Peter Pan. Snap! Damn! All right, we can do it. I don't care. I don't care. Wait, if this Peter black Pan. kid plays Peter Pan. <laughs> they got a black Peter Pan. All right. The one with the locks. I'm looking at the trailer right now with no All right, sound. Well- all right. What? All right. That is okay. huge. Well, while you people. do that, we will leave you. We we are definitely not listening to nope, you I'm watch a trailer. trailer. Go ahead. Uh, it's going to take about the two end minutes. Of this okay. Uh, <laughs> at John Braylock. Uh, follow him at Jermob Milligan. James at James Third Comedy. Three is spelled three R D. Uh, that's that. Thank you so much for listening. That is a good trailer. We'll see you next week. Okay. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production, produced by Melissa D. Bonds. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 
To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today!